When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've worked so hard for all the things you have. The salary, the status, the success. And with that image, there's a drink. One to unwind, one to loosen up, one to take the edge off. But how do you know when a drink is more than just a drink? We get it. We can help. Karen's Grandview program has been helping accomplished people just like you regain their lives. Talk to us. Visit karen.org slash grandview. This is No BS Job Search Advice Radio, episode 1,866. I'm your host, Jeff Altman, the big game hunter, and welcome. Took yesterday off. This is going to be one more long show before we go into the normal schedule. And this is an interview that I did for Job Search Radio about making a transition to a career you love. An interview that I did with Marcy Travis on this subject. Hope you find it helpful. We'll be back with good stuff, just like I've been covering for the last week. We'll be back tomorrow with our normal schedule and normal types of shows. No more than one long-form interview per week. And with that, let me just simply say, let's get going. My guest is Marcy Travis, who's a certified career coach and resume writer with 21 years experience. She's a baby by comparison to me, but that's a different conversation. Helping people figure out what they love to do and then finding that particular position. Marcy believes that you can find the work you love if you dream big, plan well, work hard, and don't give up. Marcy, thanks for making time today. Welcome. Thank you so much, Jeff. I'm so excited about being on your show, and I thank you for making time for me. I really, really am I'm jazzed up about being here today. So. Yeah, let's get jazzed up. Yeah, jazz. So I think we're going to provide some good value for your viewers, and that's what it's about. You betcha. So let me start by asking, why now? Why is it a good time now to make a transition? Oh, my gosh, Jeff. Um, Right now is the best time to make a transition, and here's why. Uh, imagine you're a little kid and you're five years old, and you walk into a candy store, and there's every type of candy that you might like. That's what it's like to be a job searcher right now. Companies cannot find enough people to fill the jobs that they have, enough good people. So this is the time. If you want to change careers, if you want to change companies, Whatever you want to do, now's the time to do it. Don't wait. Fabulous. So dreaming big, that got my attention when I saw that. Uh, why dream big? Why not just do what's safe and comfortable, what's practical and pragmatic? Well, <laughs> you can, and many people do. Um, a lot of my work that I did in my, in my 21 years worked with people that did the same thing over and over. But you know what happens? You start to die inside. 
You just start to die inside. If you don't have a big dream and a purpose that resonates with you, you start to die inside. You need a reason to get up in the morning. You need a reason to look forward to your day. So dreaming big is one way to kind of get at We all have this little box that we see ourselves in, and really the world is huge. There's many, many opportunities. So we need to kind of let ourselves dream and take a chance. And that doesn't mean that we're taking, that we're just quitting our jobs and just, you know, depending on, uh, it, you know, whatever. We're, depending we're, we're on, not on a trapeze without a net underneath us is what you're saying. That's right. That's right. It's important that we have a plan, but the dreaming is the first part of that plan. And for me, I know when I start to make the transition from headhunting to coaching, it really required that I take a little bit of time to slow down and to notice what I was thinking and feeling at those times uh, in order to notice, you know, because, you know, I've been doing headhunting for a long, long time. And as such, you get into operations mode. You're in the doer. Now, you're handling your job, and in my case, extremely well, but it wasn't satisfying. (laughs) And I had to take a little bit of time to notice that. Right. Right. And sometimes it's only a matter of scheduling it on your calendar, one hour a day, sometime for you. You know, a lot of us put ourselves last. We put everything else. We put our work, our family, everything else in, you know, in front of us. And what we need to do is step back, as you said, and start to listen to what, how we're feeling. Listen to what we're observing. What do we like? What don't we like? Start taking uh, track, keeping track of that. Um, so that's, that's a super way to start. And then from there, once you've noticed all this, these wild ideas, cause that's what they may, f- I know that's what it felt like to me were wild ideas going on. What do you do after that with all those crazy ideas? Cause that was again, how I was starting to, no, this is crazy. I, I, I can't do that. Right. Well, how do you take it from there? Well, I think, I think, Jeff, if I was coaching you one-on-one, we would start to talk about what you want. So, so we have these big, big ideas, and we start to talk about what part of that big idea, that big dream, what, what's most important to you? And is there something from that big dream you can start incorporating right now into your daily life? I would start to talk to you about that. Really? I'll give you I'll give you an example Please. with me. Okay. So my example is okay, my dream is to live by the ocean, okay, and sit and write. So what about that dream? What 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 is it that makes that dream special? Well, the ocean for me is very peaceful. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course I'm usually on vacation when I'm there, so I have a not su- such a schedule, you know, not such a schedule to keep. It's kind of I get up and I can write and it's free-flowing, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, okay, I told you two things. So I, I don't live by the ocean, okay? <laughs> but I, I do live in a quiet place where I can go. I have a quiet place where I can go and I can write and I can, let, I can get up and I can schedule my free time. Now, that sounds funny, but I can put in my schedule time where I'm not committed to anything and nothing interrupts that. And I can start to incorporate that into my daily, my daily, uh, my weekly schedule. And what it sounds like, if I could paraphrase here, it sounds like initially what you're doing is first to create the dreams, 
Yeah. And then you start experimenting a little bit with bringing some of the things that you can do without making radical change in your life into your day-to-day. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. I've quantified that well. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we, because we want it, we all want to jump, right? Because we want to jump because maybe we don't like where we're in. And we're really, we've been in there too long. We've been fed up with it. And so we just want to jump. And we want somebody to tell us exactly the thing we should jump to. But it's oh, no. really the, the, I left that with <laughs> teachers and parents. They were very willing to tell me what I should be doing. <laughs> exactly. And we're brought up that way. Somebody should tell us. Um, but it's really a process. And a lot of times, as you know, when you're working with a coach or working in a project, you are, it takes, it takes weeks. It takes days. It takes time to process, to think, to do that internal work that's so necessary. You know, what do I want in terms of lifestyle? What do I want in terms of a company? Or do I want to be my own company? And how can I start working on that little by little? And folks, I'll tell you, there's no timeline. (laughs) The only timeline is your own. Uh, And, you know, Marcy used the example of weeks or months in my case, it took a couple of years to make the transition because in exploring, I had a couple of different choices of avenues that I was well-trained for, decide to pursue a third one that I thought would be a little bit easier at this stage in my life and career um, in order to make this transition. Uh, and you can do your version of this. You can take the most radical one. You can take the most gentle one. There's no rules except the ones that you create. This is not like going to work at your job and doing what your boss and management tell you. You are the chairman of the board of your own organization. (laughs) It's really that simple. And you make the rules now. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, when you're in transition, that's a really important thing because you always have things pulling at you. You always have different responsibilities no matter what, where you are. And what you're doing, there's always responsibilities and things pulling for your attention. So, yes, yes, you are the CEO of your own life. Amen. And I have the idea that, again, using myself as an example, the way I did the translation was using the skill that I had and applying it in a different way. So it's like um, an approximate skill. Uh, So headhunting, I know how to help people find work. Coaching, I can help people find work. It's a question of how I'm compensated. Yes. That, that's always the easiest way. Tell us a story about someone you've helped who made a far more dramatic change. Well, I actually have a friend that she worked for a corporation for a number of years, and she worked as a purchasing agent. And what she did then is decide, well, I'm going to go back and get my master's in organizational psychology because I'm tired of purchasing. It's boring. I've done it for too long, right? So she went and got her master's, and then she worked for a different corporation. She liked the job okay. She didn't like the politics. And so she started to think about what do I enjoy doing? And her number one thing that she enjoyed doing, and there happened to be a need and a market for it, was doggy daycare. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she loved, so she quit her job and she opened up a doggy daycare. She has a beautiful home in California. And in California at the time, she, uh, she you know, was, that was popular to have the dog, doggy daycare. 
And um, so she would keep them for extended periods. But her big, she loved, she loves dogs. So it was just a natural thing. She didn't have to pump herself up to sell it. She didn't have to sell it. People just love to bring their dogs to her because the dogs love coming. And she treated those dogs just like her own. So she developed a whole business around that. And then her husband, who is a VP of a winery out there, quit his job, retired, and helped her with it. And they just expanded it. And so terribly, terribly happy. <laughs> happy. I think wonderfully, not terribly happy. <laughs> Happy endings. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So I spoke about my own example of the using the approximate, uh, and then uh, you spoke about um, someone who made a more dramatic change. And it sounds like one of the things that people can do is identify the skills and experiences that they really the skills that they really like to use and the experiences that they really enjoy. Absolutely. I think that's, that's really important. I think it's really important to make a list of all your skills, then go back down and say, I'm going to write, I'm going to cross everything off that I hate to do because we can be good at something and not enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, don't go with it. So there, there's so many ways that you can use your skills out there so you can cherry pick what you want to use. And, and now is a better time than ever. Um, but, yeah, it's very important to identify your skills. And a lot of people have problems doing that because none of us – the things that we really enjoy and that we're natural at, we don't think anything of it. We just think that's just part of our personality and who we are. Mm -hmm. so sometimes it takes somebody else talking with somebody else to kind of pull it out of you. That's what I've experienced anyway. And so, yeah, it's very important to know what your skills are. Um, not only does it help you with the direction you're going to take, but it helps you when you're applying to employers and going into interviews because you can kind of help them direct the interview and you can, you can match yourself up with the right companies. So it seems so far we've been talking about the dreaming big part. Yeah. How does the planning well follow next? Well, a lot of times it's hard to bring it down from the, okay, I'll get, use myself as an example. I love helping people. Now, how many different ways can you help people in the world? I mean, I worked in a corporation and I helped corporate. I helped sales. I worked, uh, you know, in other jobs and help in my employment jobs and help people finding work. But you have to, you have to narrow it down at some point. And usually what I suggest is people narrow it down to three things and then start to research them. But so you start out on Mars and you come down to earth. So we start dreaming. Then we start looking at our skills. What kind of lifestyle do we want to live? And then finally we maybe, okay, we pick three and just start there. Because if you don't, it just, you're going to be all over the place. And, and what I usually see happening and I've done it myself. Usually see happening is people get on job boards when they're looking for a new job. They're not sure what they want to do. And they start to search. And they, they start to search and they, they come up with a thousand jobs. And they're just totally overwhelmed. And they read job description after job description. And they go, that's not me. That's not me. That's not me. And pretty soon you're like, there isn't anything out there that's me. And so uh, what I suggest is doing that internal work, the dreaming, and the planning comes in, you know, and planning comes into really setting some structure to what you're looking for. 
So when I think of planning, again, using myself as the example, I decide to do coach training and start experimenting with coaching people while at the same time being a headhunter. Now I was doing more generic life coaching as part of that. Um, And I figured that was the easier way to practice by doing something completely different. Um, So I I practiced by doing life coaching with people, work with a number of friends, start to solicit uh, clients, start to work with 15, 20 people with a clip on 30-minute sessions, uh, and, um, you know, got a sense of what it would like to be a coach day in and day out. Um, And that became part of my planning to, to test it out some more, plus getting the training, but ultimately I had to take a leap. Absolutely. And it also gives you, when you do that and you try things, it gives you confidence. You're either, yes, this is for me, or no, it's not. And if it's not, you can try something else. That's a very good point, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's lots of ways, too. If you if There's a lot of now, we're so fortunate because there's a lot of work from home stuff. So you can even do stuff on your own time. Keep your, keep your current job and work around the hours and do stuff from home. It's a great way to try things out. I found that experimenting is the smart way to do things and yeah. not to be concerned with the outcomes. The idea is just try and to yeah. do it with the minimum amount of risk involved with it. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. So where do we go from here? What's next in the process for someone doing the transition? Well, we we talked about lifestyle, we talked about skills, um, and and we talked kind of about brainstorming career ideas. I think think that one of the things, along with the planning and trying things, is to talk to people that are doing what you want to do, and really get a sense, I mean, get a sense for what you might enjoy, what they like and what they don't like about it, because you can read a job description, and then it's totally different when you do that job. And that's probably the way it is with most things. <laughs> so I think it's really good to talk to people. And folks, if you've ever changed jobs in your current role, what Marcy says is profoundly obvious, right? <laughs> you know, that job description that you applied for that sounded like the most wonderful thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, then you go in there and suddenly it's, <laughs> you know, it's, Quite radically, you know, everyone's on good behavior on the interview, right? You're on good behavior, they're on good behavior, and then you start and all the swords and and daggers are out at that point, and you discover, lo and behold, it's not quite what they made it out to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, I really, some people think this is odd, but I really think that it's important to do a little sleuthing. So just pretend you're a sleuth. Yeah, pretend you're a sleuth. And go and talk to people that work at that company, and a lot of people are willing to talk to you. Um, they might not put in an email, but they might get together with you for coffee. Um, I've been a fan of asking the interview, interviewer how they, what they like about the company. Um, sometimes people will be honest. Sometimes they'll give you, you know, a canned response. But the other way is just to go on uh, sites like Glassdoor and read the reviews. If you're reading one bad review about a company, nah, 
maybe not. If you're reading 100 bad reviews about a company, and there's probably some truth to it. And, and you can also get an idea for company culture, and that's really important when you're trying to match yourself up with a job. Yeah, and, and I think yeah, even before then, is in the transition phase, you kind of look at talking to people as like an informational interview. So yes. you talk to coaches in my case. Uh, you talk to professional resume writers in Marcy's case or coaches yes. in her case. You talk to people who are in the role uh, so that you can match up your idea or, dare I say, fantasy about what it's like <laughs> to be in this kind of work with the reality of what it is. For some people, the isolation of being working from home can be problematic. You know, the idea of working by the beach writing poetry sounds wonderful until you realize, <laughs> my God, it's not just on the vacation. It's 365 days a year. <laughs> yes, and I'm a social person, so yeah. Right. So you start to, to hear conflicting stuff, and it shouldn't freeze you. It yeah. shouldn't paralyze you. It's more right. information. And just because one person says it doesn't mean, right. using the glass door example, doesn't mean it's true for everyone or that it may right. be true for you. Right. So, you know, just use it as data that you compile. When you start getting six or eight people saying one thing and one person saying something different, you get a trend. But then again, yep. if that one person is more like you than the six or eight, you, then you, it's have, right. you have time to sort it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, too, it's um, – oh, I forgot what I was going to say. But I think it's really important to really know yourself. And, and just because a job or a company isn't a complete fit doesn't mean you should – discard it as a possibility because for instance I had a job where I'm I'm pretty well I'm pretty I've always been up to this point let's put it up to this point I've always been pretty working a lot of hours that's just me I I want to be busy I want to be doing things which doesn't really match up as you said with sitting by the beach writing poetry so um, <laughs> but uh, so I need a mix of things and I was in a job where there really wasn't a way to learn and grow and do those things so I started looking at as you did on the side while I was working what could I do? And coaching, career coaching matched up very well. It was very close to what I was already doing. But so I made that work. I got the benefits from that I wanted from that. Plus, I started on a new career path. So yeah, so don't throw just because everything doesn't match up. You don't throw it out. Everything's never going to match up. I had somebody that I'm, I've been coaching and he really wants to be a teacher. But the salary and some of the other things associated with teaching right now aren't really what he wants. But he loves teaching. That's what energizes him. It gets him going. He looks forward to it. He over-prepares for it. He's just on fire about it. So I said, okay, you have summers off when you're a teacher. So if you need to supplement your salary, go do something you enjoy. Because one of the things he was thinking about was uh, being a, a, um, a coach, like a sports coach or a um, you know, an exercise coach. And mm -hmm. I said, you can easily do that in the summers. You could do camps. There's lots of ways you could do that or do it on the side. So you don't want to let just one thing like salary hold you back because you can always supplement it a different way. 
a lot of teachers do. They work wait, waitressing or they do other jobs. Around where I live, we have a lot of little wineries, so they go pour wine in the summer. <laughs> so, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to paint this as, you know, it's all going to be sunshine and rainbows and lollipops. There are days of frustration that you're going to experience in doing yes. the transition. So how does someone really deal with that, Marcy? Well, um, and it, yeah, I totally agree. I've experienced it. You've experienced it. And my coaching clients have experienced it. Sometimes you get started in this process and all of a sudden it feels like you're worse off, like it's a muddy mess. Like now I've got all this information. I don't know what to do with that. And some of it is just continuing to, continuing to allow yourself to go through the process and be uncomfortable. So it's going to be uncomfortable for some period of time. And some of what works is just telling yourself, I'm going to be uncomfortable. I'm going to allow myself to be uncomfortable, but I'm going to get the support I need around me so I can continue. Cause no matter what you do, you're going to come up with barriers. So I, I have, um, I have a couple handouts that I'm going to, uh, we can link to at the end of this, but, um, one is, uh, like their daily affirmations. And I know they've kind of gotten a bad, they've gotten a bad name. So it's not like just because I say it, it's going to happen. But what it is, is just because I say it, it's going to encourage me to continue. And that's what it is. So I have a downloadable, about, you know, just to kind of, we need to get up in the morning and get our mindset straight, like the, our mindset in a positive way, because what we tell ourselves, we would never tell somebody else, right? Right? <laughs> we are so cruel to ourselves. We are, we are. So you almost have to like, instead of allowing that to happen, you have to do the work to kind of pump yourself up. So... And to, to use your introduction, folks, you need to remind yourself to not give up. Because giving up puts you in the position of being back where you started off. Like, I'm going to use something from you know, the time that we're recording this, and that is those kids in Thailand who were in the cave for X number of days. And now they've got to swim out, and some of them don't swim. Um, and they're going to be underwater for a prolonged period of time with oxygen tanks on. And it's really easy to get scared. Folks, we're looking at being reborn here in many respects. And in being reborn, you got to go through that birth canal and get to the other side. <laughs> and as a baby, you did it. As yeah. an adult, we like comfort. We don't like to be scared. We don't like to be uncomfortable. We like to be in a situation where it's all easy. I used the example of sunshine and lollipops before, right? right. <laughs> it's not sunshine, lollipops, and roses. It's going to involve some work right. and some effort and resilience to get through. Yes, and and pushing through. Like a lot of times when we're scared to do something, if we make ourselves do it, we prepare for it and we make ourselves do it, we end up being really good at it and enjoying it. But it's just because it's something new, we're so scared. And so here's the sunshine and lollipops. All right. <laughs> sunshine and lollipops. So this is a process, but it's a process just like riding a bike or anything else that as you learn it, you get better at it. So 
career, everybody thinks, okay, I'm going to pick a career and I'm going to stay in it for the next, you know, 30 years. Well, it just doesn't work that way anymore. We have more opportunities. And so you're going to learn this process of how to take yourself through this process. And on the way, you're going to assess You're going to continually assess what you like, what you want. It's going to change depending on what age you are. I don't want the same things that I wanted when I was 20. So, and it's going to be the same for everyone. So we're going to pivot along the way. And the great thing about learning this process is you know how to pivot. You betcha. (laughs) And folks, I'm, I'm just going to do a recap. The idea is to give yourself permission to think and feel the things that have been below the surface for a while that you've been burying down there because you have to do the job today. (laughs) And then you're going to start exploring and in the exploration begin a planning process. In case you haven't noticed, I'm I'm in the process of going through Marcy's introduction. (laughs) You're going to do some planning and testing. You're going to experiment, knowing that some experiments are going to work and some are not going to work. You're going to try real hard and work past all the objections that your mind will throw into the situation to get in the way. Oh, no, you can't do this. No, no. This is impossible. Impossible. No, you can never quit your job. Because you're scared and your fear is going to come up. But most importantly, it's the notion of persevering to get to the other side. Was that a good recap? That was a great recap. You're so good at this. That's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, here are a few more ways to get information and advice from me. First of all, visit my website, which is TheBigGameHunter.us. Go to the blog. There's a lot there to help you with your job search, hiring more effectively, managing and leading, and workplace-related issues. In addition, if you're interested in my coaching you, there's a button there that says Schedule. Schedule time for a free discovery call or schedule yourself in for coaching. Obviously, I'm going to charge for that, but I can help you with interview preparation, leadership coaching, salary negotiation advice, making a good decision between different offers, anything related to improving yourself in the workplace, I can coach you about. If you have questions for me, you can schedule 15 minutes with me at thebiggamehunter.us forward slash live or you know, a less expensive way is at thebiggamehunter.us forward slash video answers, where you leave a message for me and I'll respond with a three to five minute video. Connect with me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash the big game hunter. I can assure you your network will expand a lot by connecting with me. And finally, watch me on TV. Download the Job Search TV app for Fire TV, Fire Stick, Apple TV, Roku, like 90 different manufacturers. I'll be back tomorrow with more. And in the meantime, I hope you have a terrific day. Be great! Rule the day the plant-based way with the new vegan mixed berry from Smoothie King. Powered by whole, non-GMO fruits, oat milk, and vegan protein, it's a dairy-free, plant-based smoothie you can feel great about. 
with 13 grams of protein and half your daily fiber, it's an easy way to get the essential nutrients your body craves. Skip the line and order online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.